Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about networking. I've had a bunch of questions come up around networking in a variety of different ways, both with folks that are looking to broaden their current network, broadening their network for building business for entrepreneurs, building network for job searching, and just some general questions around how I approach networking. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about kind of my approach and, and my philosophy and some of the, the lessons learned that I've experienced over the past couple of years with building out my network. I know that for a lot of us, networking is kind of an icky thing. It is uncomfortable. It's sometimes awkward to be the person to reach out. I kind of liken it to the the concept of being a kid on the playground and having to go up and and ask to play dodgeball or or four square or something with a group of kids and and really putting yourself out there to a certain extent, especially if you're job searching or really building your network for your business. And for introverts, it's really uncomfortable. For extroverts, it's maybe a little bit less uncomfortable, but there's just a lot of anxiety and stress around the whole concept of networking. I did a episode, I think two years ago now, on how to build a real network and kind of avoid it feeling transactional. I think that sometimes it it can feel very much like I will be nice to you if you're nice to me, if I can help you, maybe next time you can help me. It can kind of it can kind of feel like you're you're doing the networking piece as kind of a checks and balances type of scenario. And I really, I don't look at it that way. And I don't, I don't think that I could do it if I was kind of keeping score and keeping track. However, I do keep track a different way. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. I kind of labeled it my four to one rule when I network and it has worked pretty well for me. It's helped me to feel like I am giving more than I'm getting. I have experienced success with it, I think. I mean, for the most part, my connections have been more real connections than when I started. I'm going to talk about this in LinkedIn terms, but I think that it's certainly applicable if you are on Instagram or Facebook. I've applied it in multiple areas. I've even applied it in the same way for networking groups. The concept is pretty general. And just to to simplify it completely, be nice four times to one time ask, okay? And what I mean by that is that every person that you connect with may or may not have something to give. They may or may not have some way of helping you. They may or may not have some way of needing help from you. We have no way of knowing. And I think that 
for a while when I first started networking, it felt like a, a almost a law of averages. If I reached out to 100 people in a week, then maybe two or three or four or five or 10 people would reach back out. And I started really tracking it because I love my spreadsheets, right? And trying to keep track of what was working and what was not because I didn't want my connections to feel transactional. COVID over the last year has really helped that because I think that so many more people are doing business on LinkedIn. And I was starting to see very quickly last spring that people were reaching out to me multiple times in a week to offer me their services. And there was a lot of chatter on LinkedIn and in other areas too about how the inboxes were getting bombarded with all of this sales stuff, sales stuff. Everybody wants to sell me something, sell me a service, sell me insurance, sell me whatever. And I was definitely experiencing that as well, but it was not lost on me that I was doing outreach on LinkedIn as well to try and find clients to offer coaching services to. But I I struggled with it a little bit because I think that not everybody needs coaching, not everybody wants coaching. Some people need it but don't realize it or need it but don't want it. And when you're connecting with people, everybody reacts differently to different approaches. Some people like a very direct approach. Other people like more of a soft approach. Some people like to be friends first before you you say anything. Other people like to come to you to ask for help. There's so many different social and conversational styles of what puts people at ease. I could have sent out a hundred different messages to a hundred different people and trying to track it in my spreadsheet to figure out what was landing. There was just no way of figuring out that formula, at least to my mind. And it felt like I was spending a lot of time trying to kind of matchmake my approach with the people knowing nothing about them. And I'm finding that that works in similar fashion for folks that are looking for networking opportunities while they're searching for a job or while they're building a business and trying to find clients or customers online. So what I kind of did to adapt to my approach was think of it again like making friends. Think of it like when you're a kid and you move to a new street and you don't know anybody. How do we make friends in real life? Because really, business connections, clients, customers, bosses, potential job leads, these are all friends, right? We're going to get the most out of people when we're friends with them. And what do friends do? Friends are there for one another. It's not a, it's not a give and take one for one. It's more of just a give and take. There's just an understanding that, hey, I'm here for you if you need anything and vice versa. So I started thinking about my networking in those terms. And in general, I do not like to ask for help. I, I don't, I don't, feel comfortable asking for help. It's an uncomfortable situation. And not only is it uncomfortable because I don't like having to ask for help, but it's an uncomfortable situation for me because I feel like I should be able to figure it out myself. I should be able to learn what I need to learn and take care of it myself without burdening somebody else with what I need. Not necessarily true, okay? 
That's a mindset that I've had to work on because sometimes you do need help. Sometimes it takes you 10 times as long because you don't slow down and ask for help. The trick there is offering help more than asking help. Not being one of those people that doesn't take 15 minutes to see if they can figure it out themselves first before asking for help. And that was kind of the balance. I didn't want to I didn't want to tip too far in the other direction where all I was doing was asking everybody for help doing stuff that I probably could be doing myself and saving those asks for help for when I really need them. Okay. So I kind of set about changing my approach to networking instead of trying to connect with a hundred random people in a week trying out all different kinds of ways to connect with them I started picking five maybe ten people a week to really find true connections really find people that I could help find people that would make a good complement to my network people that I could learn from. I would read their feed on LinkedIn and see what types of posts they were posting about. If it was about something that I was interested in or something I was passionate about or something that could help me in my business, those were the people I reached out with and connected with. And not connecting right away and saying, hey, I need your help because I wasn't targeting them because I wanted them to be a client or I wanted them to help me. I was reaching out to them to connect with them because I felt like they would be a really good person in my network that I could get all of those things from, but I really didn't have to burden them with them. They were already doing these things. There are a lot of active people on social media who post every day, post multiple times a day, depending on which social media channel you're following in. And there's a ton of great information out there. Some of these folks are really passionate about what they are doing and how they're sharing their knowledge with all of us. And I felt that if I was more focused on learning and sharing and connecting and making real connections, that it would be mutually beneficial. I wouldn't just be trying to get something out of them. I wouldn't feel like they were just trying to get something out of me. It was more an exchange of ideas and more of a friendship. So what I started doing, back to my four to one rule, I would reach out to four people and offer them something from me. And what I mean by that is, I would read their their social media post. If there was something in there that it was interesting to me or helpful to me, I would share it on my timeline. If there was a job posting that I felt would be good for my network to see, I would sh- repost the, the job posting. I would send them a note and just say, hey, your article was really powerful and was so interesting to me. Thank you so much for posting it. I would share it across a different platform. I would leave a rating on their podcast and just say, hey, your information was so helpful to me. Thanks. I would do four of those things. Instead of reaching out and saying, hey, I'd love to connect with you. Maybe we can support one another. There's nothing wrong with that. But I I was really trying to focus on ways that I could just be genuinely supportive without looking for anything in return. And then one person, 
of the people that I was researching if I really wanted to learn something from them or I really thought that I could be of help to them or whatever the situation may be, one out of the five people, that person I would be a little bit more direct with and say, hey, you know, I really enjoy following your feed. Perhaps we could connect and find a way to support one another. So four people giving and not looking for anything in return. One person looking to make a connection where perhaps we could hop on a Zoom call and just learn more about one another. Get to know what one another does in the business world. See if there was a way we could help one another. So that four to one was four giving and one I don't want to say taking because that's not necessarily what I was looking to do, but I was looking to move that a little bit faster, that connection, because I felt that there was something there that we could act upon with respect to networking more currently, more presently, more quickly, okay? And once I started shifting my approach, instead of looking for that volume of having 10,000 connections in my LinkedIn because I'll be honest, I, I spent probably two months sending out connection requests, connection requests, connection requests, trying to get more and more people in my network because that's what everybody was saying to do. You have to have tens of thousands of people. You have to have a broader reach. You have to know more people. Even if you don't know them, you need to have them see what you're posting in your feed. And that never felt right to me because I just, I, I'm not social in general just for the sake of being social. I have a small group of friends and people that I have around me that I keep in touch with on a regular basis, genuinely connected with. I don't have hundreds of people. That's just never been my social style. There are some people that are really good at cultivating and managing that many relationships. I, I, don't, I can't do that as well. I, it's, it's overwhelming, and frankly, I really like to spend time with the people that I'm friends with. I like to know what's going on in their life. I like to remember things about them so that I can be supportive and be there, send a good luck on an interview or a happy birthday or good luck at the doctors, whatever is going on. I like to try and be able to remember those things so that I can be present in their lives. And I find that the more people you bring into your circle, the harder that is to manage. I just can only can only keep so much of my brain on top of my my family, right? So I didn't feel comfortable with that bulk idea of bringing in tons of people to my my network. Plus Last year with COVID, lots of people were asking to hop on a video call and chat, which is wonderful because you can actually make real connections with people. And I find that people are still willing to do that. But again, there's only so many hours in a day and it started feeling really overwhelming because anybody that said, hey, want to hop on a networking call, I felt obliged to, well, I asked them to be my, my friend. I have to hop online now and I have to listen to what it is that they're doing and take notes and understand and and be present in that conversation and it just started to feel very very overwhelming it was too many friends to handle if you will because again I'm looking at these connections or these friends as friends I want to be their friend I want to be there for them if they need help 
when I put my posts online, I want that to be for my friends online. Anybody else is welcome to look, but I'm thinking about my my contributions as for my friends. So when I narrowed it down to the four and one and really was much more targeted with my approach, it, it felt nice to begin with because I wasn't so overwhelmed with networking calls and I wasn't spending as much time looking for 100 people to be friends with. I only spent a couple hours a week looking to find five true connection type people that would be good connections, good source of interaction and learning and networking. So in the beginning, it was nice because I had more time to focus on finding those people. I had more time to have conversations with them. If they wanted to hop on a video call, I didn't feel stressed about trying to fit them into my schedule. I could really just spend some time with them. And you can spend time with them more than once. It doesn't have to just be that one call and then you never hear from them again or they never hear from you, okay? Plus, what I started seeing was happening is I started making more friends. I started learning more things. And because I wasn't focused on the volume, I was focusing on the quality, I was learning more things. And I was sharing information with them about how I do things, some coaching tips, whatever it was that I could bring to the, the conversation that would be helpful to them. And it was more of an equal sharing of information. Now, how does all of this apply to you if you are job searching or you are trying to build a business or you are just trying to build out your network in your, your career? Think about the people that you're reaching out to. Think about the types of organizations that you want to be working with or working for. Think about the types of roles that you would like to be doing. Think about the industry that you're in. Any of those things, look for people that are active in those communities, active online. And it doesn't just have to be on LinkedIn. Like I said, it can be on any social media. I do think that LinkedIn for professional networking is, is the best because they're talking about work. On Facebook, they're talking about family. They're talking about friends, politics, movies, interests, all kinds of things outside of work. So if that applies to you, certainly leverage that. Same with Instagram. But I think for LinkedIn, it's easier to find people in our professional circles because they've got their job listed on there. They've got their their industry, their firm, their city, all of those different things. So it can help you narrow down if this is someone that would be a good person to network with. And when you're reaching out to them and you're making a connection with them, you can reach out and say, you know, I'm interested in, in information about the organization that you work at. But... Maybe to start, just reach out and compliment them on something that they are posting online. Perhaps they wrote an article. Perhaps they were honored for an award. Perhaps it's their birthday, right? I've connected with several people over wishing them a happy birthday because I saw on their feed that people were wishing them a happy birthday. Who doesn't like to hear happy birthday on their day? Something personal. Something that is creating a real connection. 
Look for four different people that you can just be supportive of in the moment. And then one person that it makes sense to really make a connection with. Perhaps they're at an organization where you're looking to get an interview. And again, I'm not saying reach out and say, hey, I'm looking to interview at your organization. Would you connect with me and tell me what I should do? More along the lines of, hey, I'm, I'm super excited to have an interview with your organization. Perhaps we'll be, we'll be colleagues in the future. Saw you were posting about the, the company that it's a great place to work. Can't wait to be a part of that team. Something along those lines, okay? It's not going to bring you success overnight. And I say that fully knowing that there's always the possibility that the very first person you connect with may be the person that offers you a job or gives you a promotion or gives you the winning numbers to the lottery, whatever it is that you're looking for, right? Anything is certainly possible, but... I'm sharing this formula for connecting, not so that I can help you get instant success, more so that I can teach you a sustainable way to build a meaningful network of people that are your friends, that are there to support and cultivate their relationship with you as much as you are with them. And I love that word cultivate and nurture because I think that it's very important for us to look at this as they may be on the computer, they may be faceless, they may be voiceless because they are online, but there's still another human being who is looking for connection probably similar to you. They may have struggles at work. They may have struggles at home. They may be frustrated by virtual work. They may be deep in debt. They may be struggling with homeschooling their children. Who knows what it is that's going on in their life that may be matching something that's going on in your life. And the only way you'll get to that point where you can be a source of support to them is to be their friend. So think about networking like being on the playground when you're a kid and there's a little girl or a little boy that is not being included in playing four square and you go over and you start talking to them because the two of you are a little sad that you're not in that group. Or maybe you are in that group and they've been excluded and you decide to go and chat with that person, that child that's sitting in the corner and is not being included. Or maybe you aren't that child that's not being included and want to be in the group. So you go over and you get brave and you start talking to the cool kids, whatever it may be. Okay, there's a million different scenarios, but I do think that childhood playground politics are very similar to grown-up situations in how we interact with others. So think about that when you are making friends with people online. It doesn't mean that you can't be thinking about ways that they can help you. I'm not saying that you have to be completely altruistic and never look for anything in return. Okay, that's just not realistic. Part of the reason we, why we network is to have people around us that can help us and be a source of support or help when we need it. I'm just saying that shouldn't be the first thing you go after. And by dividing up your five connections where four of them are you looking to help somebody else and only one of them looking for you to see what you can get out of it, 
it changes the dynamic, it changes our mindset, and it really changes the way that we go after new connections. And it, I think on some level, it really shows through in how we are talking to people because it doesn't feel so icky and slimy. It doesn't feel salesman-y. It doesn't feel like we're reaching out asking for favors. It just feels like, hey, we just want some more friends. We just want to make a connection, learn more about you, be supportive, and see where this could go. I've said it before. You never know where that next connection is going to lead you. It's just infinite where it could go. It could be your next big job, your next big business deal, your next broken heart, you know, it could be a million different things where that next connection could be. But you never know unless you try and put yourself out there just a little bit. All right. Well, I wish you all the best in your networking over the next week. I hope that you will give this a try and see if you can't just make a couple new friends and see where it leads. Have a great day. All right, so thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.